Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a wonderful show planned for you. We're going to be finishing up our series on makeovers at home. Tonight we're going to be discussing fall recipes, menu ideas, entertaining ideas for fall. And if you would like to have input on tonight's program and you have not already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. And we're going to be opening the phone lines tonight for any questions or thoughts you might have. And don't forget, at the end of the program, we have a special giveaway. So stay tuned and learn more about that. We're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. We'll be back. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home, but nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911, in-laws or outlaws. Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we have thoughts from home. Autumn is finally here. Yay! And we don't know about you, but we're feeling inspired to throw a big, fun fall dinner party. It's our favorite season after all. Why not share it with friends and family around a beautifully set table? So you've hung a fall wreath on the front door with care, and you've decked out the front porch, and you've decorated your living room to the nines with fall decor. What's next on your bucket list? Your dining table, of course. Fall centerpieces are the perfect way to give your dining room a fall makeover. And luckily for you, there's no shortage of statement-worthy, do-it-yourself fall centerpiece ideas out there. As to be expected, pumpkins of every size, shape, and color make an appearance here, as do other fall produce staples like gourds, dried corn, and more. But you don't have to stick with the same ideas year after year, which is where our more creative fall centerpiece ideas come into play. Votives or candle holders make from apples and rustic mason jar gourd centerpieces are just two of the more uniquely projects you might like. Short on time? 
No need to go fall to the wall. If you will, instead opt for simple handfuls of wheat, fall candles, easy fall florals, or even a decorative dried corn display that's as pretty as it is festive. Or keep your centerpieces on the evergreen side and opt instead for simple, elegant garlands, neutral bottled decorations, and fun edible spreads for your next family feast. Whatever you're going for, you will surely find budget-friendly fall table decor ideas, and that's the way to go. Let's get creative. Let's think about all those recipes, fall dinner party menu ideas, and crafting projects floating around out there. It can be hard to know where to even begin. We're here to help you away with a little bit with your dinner party, fears once for all with a ton of fall recipes, fall decor ideas, and delicious seasonal desserts with your guest. We'll be taking a long, they will be talking about it long after the party's over. Whether you're in the mood for an upgraded meat or potatoes and something a little more challenging, there's likely something for you to brighten your fall party. Of course, food's just the tip of the iceberg, so while cozy decor touches will keep your home warm and company smiling, getting ready to send out your invites, round up a few friends, and don't forget to light up that fireplace while you're at it. These have been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Welcome back, and we are here tonight concluding our series on makeovers at home. So with the changes of the seasons comes the change of menu items for parties, desserts, and entertaining ideas and decor. And joining me tonight on the show is Cynthia Reeves with Sinfully Nice Foods. Good evening, Cynthia. 
Good evening, Debbie. Thank you for having me today. Well, thank you for being here. I just uh, am looking forward to uh, learning a little bit more about some of your fall ideas that you have. And I know that all of your baked goods that I've tried, especially um, the pumpkin things, are just delicious. And so, and you've got a special treat for us to give away tonight, don't you? Yes, I did bring a loaf of pumpkin bread that was baked this afternoon for our lucky winner that uh, gets the call tonight. All right. Well, uh, if that doesn't sneak away before, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I can't get off the air to sneak away with it, but I'm sure I know where to find one. Uh, well, anyway, tonight we've got a lot going on. We're going to be talking about um, a little bit of decor for your table, things that you can do as a hostess, things that you need, uh, putting on a fall get-together, a party, it's so fun with the changing of the seasons and thinking about lighting your fireplace. I know it's 90-something degrees outside. but Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> but lighting the fireplace, I love to light the fireplace and have people over. And there's just something about that coziness that you have in your home. And so fall is here. Yes, and the smells of the season, the cinnamon and the nutmeg and all of those wonderful smells of the season. And pumpkin everything. Pumpkin everything. You were sharing with, it, sharing with me the other day. You've heard pumpkin M&M's, pumpkin M&M's. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can believe it. It seems like there's every flavor of M&M's. I just like the original ones myself. But... I like the mini ones that have more crunch to Oh, them. yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember you saying that one time. Well, um, we're going to start off with just uh, talking a little bit about uh, some different items that you might think about having for a fall get-together. And um, what are some of your menu items that you have? Now, you um, do baking for different types of events, for just people that want something just for at home. Uh, yes. Give us a little bit of information about your business. Um, I love to cook. So to me, it's a stress reliever. So baking and the smells that you have when you have that cake in the oven or that pumpkin bread in the oven are, is just wonderful to me. Mm -hmm. And so um, I do, at this time, a lot of pumpkin bread. But I myself am gluten-free, and I have been for about four and a half years. And so people that need help when they find out that they have a gluten allergy, I have been able to help people with breads and things that um, are homemade and fresh and not mm -hmm. in the freezer section. And so that is one of the things that I have worked with um, to, to help people out. Mm -hmm. And that's a really uh, great uh, advantage of being able to um, purchase something from someone that's homemade but also might have the sugar-free or the gluten-free um, aspect to it because so many of us are on stricter diets now for whatever reason and it's hard to find those things at home and you know if you I mean in the store and if you're baking at home if you're not used to it they can be a little bit of a challenge to to make things that are sugar-free or that are gluten-free I mean I think you really have to practice at those recipes for them to come out right am I wrong that or is, that is right because <laughs> not all um, sugar-free sweeteners or artificial sweeteners are created equal right there are aftertaste on some products and things that you just don't want to use and so mm -hmm. I've kind of researched that to find the thing that is best to use for folks that need the sugar-free I was raised with um, a grandmother a grandfather a mother and a father-in-law that all were diabetics mm -hmm. and so I always worried about 
the food that we needed to have for those people because it's not fair to have that traditional wonderful apple pie or that German chocolate cake and it not have the sugar-free aspect for the people. And I've always thought about that like at church functions or at um, different meetings and things. We need Mm -hmm. to have the things for the people that have those allergies or a diabetes that they mm-hmm. need to take Health care reasons. of their bodies for. Mm-hmm. So, And it's probably not bad for a lot of us to go ahead and pull back on the sugar a little bit and eat a little healthier. It doesn't mean you need to say bye to the chocolate cake, but maybe just a different kind of chocolate cake. That is true. And there are so many that I've heard that uh, just you can't even really taste the difference. And so um, I'm really excited that that's part of your business that you have to offer because, like I said, you have to kind of learn how to make those things if you're going to make them at home, and it's hard to find in the store. And so you make it a little bit easier and make it more available. What are some of the items that you have? I know with the fall we've got the pumpkin breads and some of those things, but what are some of the things that you have available? I have um, made apple coffee cakes. I um, have made gluten-free Hawaiian rolls um, mm. twice in the last couple of weeks for yeah. people that needed Yum. those. And then um, I used my grandmother's Shading Wolf's um, fresh apple or fresh pear cake recipe, and I made um, those this week. And it has the nutmeg and the cloves and the cinnamon, and the house just smells so fabulous when mm. you when you use those things. So oh, yummy! So yes. tell me about the pear cake. Yes, I don't think, tell me about. And this is your grandmother's this recipes, right? This is my grandmother's right? recipe. Okay. And my sister-in-law's house had a pear tree in the backyard, so I went and picked the pears and put them in the freezer, and then I made the cakes this week. But it is um, one of one of the things that I remember about her house and the smells and the food that I had at her house. Mm-hmm. She would have usually this in apple or pear this particular cake and then she also had a refrigerator cookie that she always Mm. kept in the refrigerator for myself and my brother when we were little and then for my children after that they were born so she Mm -hmm. had it for the great grandkids too Mm -hmm. you know it's wonderful that you can carry on uh, those recipes from your grandmother that that heritage and that legacy that's being left and I think sometimes those just personally I think those older recipes and the ones that had the real ingredients in them uh, you know and um, they're just they're really irreplaceable I mean I love cookbooks and I love to find older cookbooks that have those recipes in them that are just uh, the genuine recipes. They're not filled with other different ingredients now or made different where they think they're going to be made better because to me, the old fashioned way was the best way. That's just my personal that opinion. That is exactly right. Those with the butter and the, you know, all the of those, deal. the real deal. And I heard you say that you went and picked the pears from your sister's tree in the backyard. Yes, my sister in law's okay. tree. Yes. So everybody take note that it's fresh fruit. Yes. And I can only imagine how awesome that cake would be. Ooh, yummy, yummy, yummy. Uh, so, okay, pear cake and uh, the pumpkin breads. And tell us, do you do cookies too? I do cookies, but that's not my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. I uh, love to do uh, cakes and pies and sweet breads and things. But I've also made a lot of jam this uh, summer and fall. Mm-hmm. I made um, six batches of jam last week, 
and I had pear uh, figs off of my daughter's fig tree, and so oh. we picked those and and put those in the freezer, and then made jam with that as well. So. Oh, yummy. And, you know, I think it's hard to uh, find things that are made with fresh, (laughs) fresh fruit, fresh produce, because uh, so many times the things that we buy in the store, um, they're just, it's not the same as homegrown. And so it it makes a difference in the taste, I think, too, and a lot of things. And so what a wonderful uh, I know that it's a wonderful business, but what a blessing it is to other people to be able to provide things that will help them with their diets if they're restricted. And also uh, with just coming back to that good old-fashioned cooking and baking, which I think we need to have more of. That's yes. my personal opinion on that, too. But there's nothing like an old-fashioned um, home-baked cake or pie or bread there is just and breads i mean i love breads and rolls and things like that and you said you made a sugar free or gluten free which was a hawaiian uh, hawaiian roll type okay uh, this week yes and so that was it was very successful it it was really good. So so you can call and place orders with Cynthia. Also, I noticed that you've been out at the farmer's market selling some things. Now, is that still yes. going to be going on or is it in Mason? The one in Mason is still yes. going on um, Saturday evenings from 5 to 7. And okay. that has been lot, a lot of fun as well. Okay. And, and some so, of the items that you've taken out there have been? Uh, pecan pies have been very popular there. Mm. And uh, the breads, I have taken a gluten-free blueberry bread. And then the jams have been popular there as well. So, okay, so. And the gluten-free blueberry bread um, is made with coconut flour, so it is a low-carb bread. Oh, okay. And I do um, low sugar on that as well. So it does mm-hmm. have a little bit of sugar. I can do it with artificial sweetener either way, but mm-hmm. the low-carb is important to a lot of people too. Yes, that don't want to really give up something that they enjoy eating. That's the thing is that if you can find somebody that can make it good, then you don't have to get up, give up some of those things. You can still incorporate them into your diet, even if you're on a low carb or uh, no sugar. Yes, ad, that's you know, correct. kind of thing. So that's good. And it all sounds so, so yummy. Um, so if we were wanting to do a party or an event, we could call you and just place an order. Um, and we're going to give your information out here in just a little bit. But uh, usually how long does that take? Do people need to give you like a week's notice or how, how much notice do they need to give you in order to place an order? I really need at least three days notice so that okay. I can make sure that I have the products that I need on hand. But okay. Since I'm gluten-free myself, I pretty much keep that on hand all the time. Okay. So, and then sometimes one week I'll have a lot of orders and then another week I won't have as much. So mm-hmm. if you uh, want something for Thanksgiving and things like that, go ahead and let's get you on the books so that I'm not yes. booked up by the time you need it. Yes. And that's what I was going to say with the holidays right around the corner, you probably are already taking orders for certain things so that you can make sure you have enough time to get all of that, that ready and have the ingredients and everything. So, yes. well, that's good. So Cynthia, uh, with Sinfully Nice Foods Foods is going to be baking homemade. And if you would like to order from her, uh, her number is 325-456-7740. That's 456-7740. And she is going to be making things 
from here on out, just give her a call. Be sure that you use three days notice and get on the books for Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. What are some of your specialties you're going to do for Thanksgiving? Do you know yet? I have been looking at doing some uh, different pound cakes and some things like Mm. that. I have a um, chocolate chip pound cake that a very good Mm. friend and one of Erica's former teachers uh, gave me her recipe. Mm -hmm. And I have lots of shared recipes that wonderful people have shared with me. But I figured for holidays that a nice pound cake would be, it freezes well if they want it early, and then Mm -hmm. it serves well. Mm -hmm. And everybody likes pound cake, it seems like. So do you have some things you want to share with us tonight? Or we don't want you to give away your secrets. Um. (laughs) I know that you have some secrets that you don't want to give away. But do you have anything that you want to share with us that people might be able to try to attempt? Okay. (laughs) Well, I have some very simple and then some very detailed. It just depends. But I love, in the fall and winter, crockpot recipes. Oh, yes. You can put it on and leave the house and do your errands and come back and it's ready to go. Mm-hmm. But um, I have a breakfast casserole that we put in the crock pot. And we do this one year round. Um, my family loves it. And it's two bags of hash browns, which you get out of the refrigerated section at the grocery store. One dozen eggs, one cup of milk, a teaspoon of ground mustard, and a package of bacon or sausage cooked and crumbled up, whichever you prefer. And I've also done it with ham as well. Salt and pepper to your taste. And you layer it into your crock pot. Now, the thing about crock pots are they make crock pot liners. Mm. And they are fabulous. Easy cleanup. You can wow. lift the whole thing out of the um, crock pot. It's just so much easier. So I suggest if you or a big crock pot user, buy the crock pot liners. It's well worth the money mm-hmm. for cleanup and ease. And where would they find those? They're with the, like the, the foil and the okay. wax paper and okay. all of that stuff at Walmart. So Okay. All right. So what? you layer your potatoes, a third of the potatoes, and then half of your meat. And then you will also sprinkle cheese over the top of that and then layer it again. And um, you end with potatoes on the top, and then you pour your eggs and milk over the top of all of your potatoes and your meat, and you top it with cheese after you get through cooking it. But you can do it overnight on low. I put it on about 1030 at night. It's ready at 630 or 7 the next morning. And my kids and husband like it in tortillas. So we'll heat the tortillas up, and it's like a potato and egg taco in Or we can Mm -hmm. have it with toast or whatever, but that's so easy. Mm -hmm. And if you know you're going to have a busy day, you can do it the night before and it's ready to go and you have a, a good hearty breakfast for your family. Yeah, and especially when you have company or yes. the grandkids around. So I have um, used that recipe before, but not in the crock pot. I have never heard of that before. So they cook it on low, on low. for about how long then? From 10.30 or or. 11 o'clock at night till 6.30 or so the next morning. So, okay. And it, that it's just perfect. Okay. And uh, so that is a wonderful, you know, with all the holidays coming up and with people coming in to visit and things like that, you're going to be busy doing a lot of things. That's something easy that you can prepare ahead of time. Turn it on, and in the morning, you are ready to serve and get on with the rest of the things that you've got. If you're like me and you have one oven or one, you know, I got spoilt um, in a couple of houses that we had because we had the double ovens. 
And I loved that because if I had a turkey in the oven, I could still bake and do the other things in the other oven that I had. And when we moved to Brady, I only had the one, I only have the one oven. And uh, so it just, I really have to think, oh, I got to time everything just right to get everything cooked, you know, and you got to do some things ahead of time. So that's a perfect alternative to having to use the oven. You can use the crock pot. So I love that. That is, that's one of the things that I try to organize this what I can utilize the crock pot for and and the oven because I have just one oven as well. Now, mm-hmm. my dream would have double ovens, but mm-hmm. I don't have that right now. <laughs> I think I was trying to create any way for my husband to redo our kitchen and put those in for me when we first moved in. And it was like a couple of years I just kept asking, kept asking. And then finally I just got used to it. And so it's like, okay, whatever. Uh, you know, you just kind of move on from it and other things become more important. But Anyway, it is nice when you have that double oven. And if not, utilize things like the crock pot, especially for the breakfast casserole. That sounds wonderful. Well, thank you. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule. Stay tuned. We've got so much more coming up right here. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. Welcome back to the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we are talking about uh, fall entertaining and uh, fall recipes, different things that we can do to decorate our table, uh, to have guests over. And I have a wonderful guest with me tonight, Cynthia Reeves with uh, Sinfully Nice Foods. And she's been talking about a lot of her baked goods that she has to offer. And um, then uh, also she gave us some advice on a breakfast casserole in the last half. And we'll be talking a little bit more about some other recipes later on as well. And also, don't forget, towards the end of the program, we'll be opening the phone lines. And one of our lucky callers will be winning a pumpkin bread that just came out of the oven right before she got here. 
year. That is correct. It's so nice and fresh and nothing like having a homemade bread. Uh, so one of the things that I found really interesting is... Um, is when we're hostess, uh, there's some things that we can, you know, we can fill our kitchen with things that we don't need, or we can get a few things that we can use over and over and over again and just kind of change them up a little bit when we're entertaining. And it makes things a little simpler. But a lot of times you say, well, I can't have people over because I don't have certain things. Or, you know, there's really a few limited things that you can get and have in your kitchen that can help you to be able to entertain um, at a moment's notice if you have them and just putting together things. And you know what I love is businesses like Cynthia is that if you don't have time to do all of the baking and all of that cooking, then you can special order those things and take them home and put them on your nice platters and it just be wonderful and it's less work for you and it's always good. And you know, if you're like me, sometimes I make things for a special event and I make it all the time and it comes out perfect but for some reason when I make it for a special event it's not so good I've had those <laughs> moments as well so uh, just did not take that chance you know you can order out and um, just set your table nice and you can focus on doing all of those things and then just bring the food in and some things you may want to make but it can get overwhelming when you have to make a lot of different things so one thing that a hostess might think about having in her kitchen is a serving platter. I yes. think that's important. Yes, it is. And, um, you know, you were talking about your grandma's recipes, but, you know, there's nothing like inheriting down your grandmother's silver or your mom's silver, or, you know, and you might even want to have just a plain white one or something that's just not as formal. Um, but you know, I think anything goes nowadays. You can just put just about anything out there and go with, you can put flowers in there and different things to kind of match together and things that are informal and formal anymore. I mean, we live in a culture where things are just a little different now. We don't, we're not stick, sticking to so many of those traditional, uh, rules for setting the table, but, um, it's nice to have just a good piece of, um, silver. And if you have something like that from grandma or mom, treasure those things because they really do add a nice accent to the table. What do you think? Yes, I have uh, some of my grandmother's crystal and I have to tell you about my grandma Evans because I we were dividing everything up when she passed away and I asked for her prune pot, which she <laughs> stewed prunes in for my grandfather. And I have it on display in a little mm -hmm. corner rack in my kitchen because mm -hmm. that was important to me. Yes. And I love that. You know, um, people might ask, you know, well, how is your house decorated or whatever? My house has got a little of everything from our life and my family's life. You know, my... Um, mom and my dad and you know it's just uh i, I love tradition and home and and those kinds yes. of things and so um i love that you have that in your kitchen and every time you look at that you remember i memories. smile and think of grandma that's yes, right yes <laughs> that's right and so anything that you have that may have been passed down to you also um if you're looking and you want something unique sometimes garage sales and estate sales have th nice things that you can add to your kitchen but you don't need a whole lot you just need um maybe one a, a silver or nice formal one, and then just one that could just go with anything, like a white um, porcelain is usually good because you can put any colors with that, that ivory color. Yes. Um, one other thing that's pretty important to have is uh, a variety of glassware. Uh, sometimes uh, you might be serving wine. It'd be nice to have, 
you know, maybe six or eight wine glasses that match. Uh, if not, you know, uh, water goblets, you know, that are just yes. nice that you can set the table with. And um, this will change the appearance of your table a little bit uh, from plastic cups or glasses that are not matching to just uh, a nice touch of elegance, I think, to your table. And so uh, you don't need a whole lot again, but just a few, six or eight. Usually that's about the number that we have for a, a dinner party when yes. we have people over. And, of course, if you're just doing kind of a buffet style or it's just kind of a come-and-go party, you don't need to use glasses like that. You can certainly use something a little more informal. Uh, but for a sit-down dinner, you want to be sure that you have nice glassware uh, to go to the table. Yes. And the other thing that I always think of my mother about is she had cloth napkins. And I know that y'all have talked about cloth napkins (laughs) before, but if she was in a fabric store and saw fabric, she would Mm -hmm. go home and make her own cloth napkins Mm -hmm. because she was looking for a certain pattern or a certain color scheme. Mm -hmm. And so I remember my mother always making her own napkins for -hmm. for dinner Mm -hmm. service. I just, I love cloth napkins. I think they just, you know, you just, and you just throw them in the washer, you know, and and there are some that we have that are for holidays. And then there are some that we just use all the time. And I'm not saying that we don't use paper napkins, but, you know, we love cloth napkins and we use them. And so um, anyway, I think that does add a little bit of just warmth to your table, I think, when you use those. So cloth napkins, that's a great investment. And, you know, you can find them anywhere from Walmart to the expensive stores, you know, or online. But just getting maybe six or eight that you can use that match. I always have a few extra because I might put them in the bread uh, basket and cover the bread with it or something and have them uh, match. But I have uh, a hutch that just has all kinds of linens and things like that because I just love that. Some a lot from my parents and from Europe, um, uh, from my mom, and I treasure those now that she's gone. I treasured them before, but I really treasure them now that she's gone. I just feel like, wow, this is just a part of my heritage, and I just love that. So, yes, that's uh, a special family thing. It yes. is. It is. Um, another item that you might consider having is maybe a cheese board. Uh, you've seen a lot of these that have been around. They can get them in all different kinds of sizes, and they have the cheese knives that you can add with it. Um, and I found a really neat um, recipe that uh, you can use for just kind of snacks. Um, you can put them on a cheese board if you're just having people over and you're just doing um, like a snacky kind of food, not a dinner. But uh, it was a snack a sweet and salty snack board. That sounds fabulous. And uh, any size board that you have, or I think you could even put these in baskets or anything like that, you know, and use them and use the little can, little bowls and little things that are inside as well. You can get creative. Um, but some of the things that you could um, add to the platter is uh, something, the, the sweet ideas like chocolate-covered peanuts, jelly beans, yes. licorice, cookies, um, you know, those yogurt-covered uh, pretzels, trail mix. Yogurt-covered raisins and cranberries. Mm. Yes, yes and those will be very festive Yes, for now. Um, and, you know, homemade items as well. Some of your homemade items that you have would go well on it as well. Yes. Any good cookies that you... Well, you don't do many cookies, I don't, but you do. I mean, I've made... 
the cookies that I always loved to make was my grandmother's sand tart recipe, and so mm. that's the ones. But they break so easy. They're so mm. delicate. So. Yes, yes. But... Um, and another thing that I've just thought of while we've been talking is it doesn't have to be Super Bowl to have dip night. That's right. You can have fruit dip and vegetable dip, and you can mm-hmm. have your um, cheese dip with meat in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And your kids may enjoy that fruit and vegetable better because it's fun and festive. That's right. If you want to get your kids to eat fruits or vegetables, I've always said that if you present it in a way that's fun, then they're more like to tr- more likely to try it. If they know they don't like it, then you're probably not going to have any luck either way. But but if you present it in a way that's fun and uh, that they might enjoy, they'll be more like to try it, more likely yes. to try it, I think. So that's a great, um, great little bit of input there. Some of the salty ideas that you might put in there is potato chips, popcorn, pretzels. Yes, I make a wonderful rosemary sea salt cracker that is nice and salty and has that wonderful rosemary flavor. So that's kind of been what we've liked a lot lately. Mm -hmm. Now, I know we talked about baked goods, but do you do anything else like that? Like for when uh, the holidays come up, are you going to have any other items besides just your baked goods as far as um, things that people can order for parties? Um, I do um, a variety of crackers, and so I have had success with that and mm-hmm. um I do those in gluten free for myself but I've made the regular ones and my husband and my kids are always very good about trying things and telling me the truth about whether oh <laughs> that's a good recipe or now nah, let's just forget about that one let's mm-hmm. discard it mm-hmm. so they love being the tasters. I yes. could sign up for that job, too. Um, so some of the other items that you might put on there, the crackers that you mentioned, that would be great. Um, also, maybe some cheese, pepper jack or Colby. Uh, you know, you can buy them in the little cubes. You can yes. do it yourself. Uh, salami and veggies, you can put these around and you can make it colorful and make it into a design and, you know, use other little containers that you can put maybe the sweet stuff in the middle of some of the salty things and put it around and, you know, maybe you have a theme that you're using and if you've got, if it's fall, maybe go into the things that are more of the fall colors and and things like that. So it can just make a beautiful display. Like I said before, anything can go. I mean, you can make anything work if you just use a little creativity, and you can do it on a budget. Yes, and and another thing that's just a natural product that you're going to have if you have a red cabbage leaf. Mm. And it's a nice, sturdy outer leaf. You can put your cheese cubes in there, and then you're going to have your orange against your maroon red leaves, and that'll be a real pretty display. A very pretty display and so fun to eat and very festive at the same time which is a good way to entertain. Yes. Uh, Some of the other things that um, a hostess might think about having in her kitchen is a water pitcher. Most people don't think about that but uh, you know we're trying to drink more water and to have water on the table is always a nice uh, addition. So if you um, are one that likes to have water in the water goblets, then you might think about the wine or whatever else that you're adding to that or tea. Uh, you might need to have a little addition to the different glasses that you have. But um, a water pitcher, you know, you can um, um, also keep just a informal water pitcher that you don't serve from in the refrigerator with filtered water. And I know that yes. some people like cold 
water. Um, bottled water is great, but sometimes it's nice to just have a pitcher of water in there, especially if you have kids that open a bottle and throw it out and open a bottle and throw it out. Yes, <laughs> and you can always infuse that water with a couple of slices of lemon yes. or lime or cucumber, and it'll give it a refreshing little zip for you, too. Yes, so that's a great, and an ice bucket. These are things that people don't usually think about, but a nice ice bucket for entertaining so that you can um, put ice out where people can get into that. They're not having to get into your freezer. Uh, so it's just a nice way to be able to put some things out and not have to worry about having to get it out of your refrigerator or your freezer. You can just display it on a nice uh, table or counter. So some of those things um, that we have in our kitchen that we can just know that we're going to use uh, those old faithfuls like the platter and the ice bucket and some of those things get them in a way that you can use it with everything um, because then it just that way it just goes and you just have it and I love your idea of the water with the the fruits and the veggies and the different things that go in it just really does change the taste of it it does and it it gives it a little color and and it is more appealing to some people that way yes and kids I think are going to be um more apt to try it because they look at that and they, unless they don't like what's in there, but, um, most of them like, Oh, I want that. I want that. You know, so yes. when you try it, get them to drink lots of water. How many of you don't want to, you know, how many of you are trying to get your kids to drink more water? Everybody. I think everybody is. I mean, I was reading how much water you should really drink a day, especially if you're dieting and things. I'm thinking how a gallon of water, how many bottles of water is that? <laughs> It is a, a lot, lot of water. You're going to be swimming. Uh, but anyway, um, so drinking water is good. Have a picture of it in the refrigerator. It's refreshing. Add some of those uh, neat things to it, and it'll make it a little bit better and more appealing for you as well. Another thing that I found before we open the lines, we're going to give away your pumpkin bread before okay. long. So if you've, if you've just tuned in, uh, tonight we're going to be giving away a homemade, home-baked, just before she got here, pumpkin bread. And so uh, you don't want to miss that. We'll be giving that away in just a few minutes uh, before we close the program. But tonight I want to uh, just finish with talking about, um, you know, the as a hostess, um, there's etiquette. You know, we live in the South and I think that's, we have that Southern charm and manners and etiquette and not that people up North don't, but you know, there's just something about a Southern home when you come into it. I think you can understand yes, that, that is true. and you appreciate that. And so, you know, when you're sending out an invite, um, it's always nice to send those out in enough time where people can get their um, invitation and time to plan and put your party on the schedule uh, because people are busy lives nowadays. And so if you really want your friends to be able to attend and to come, send that out in enough time, you know, a month in advance so that they can put it out on their calendar. Too far ahead, they might forget about it, but too close to the event, you're risking a chance that they're going to be too busy to come. Yes, and they might schedule, really want to. Their schedule could already be very full. And yes. That's right. And so um, have, you know, if you are the recipient of an invitation, respond timely to an RSVP. I think there are so many people that see RSVP on there and they never do anything about that. Um, but an RSVP is whether you are, you know, some may say only RSVP if you're declining. 
you know, so if you're planning to attend, no need to call. But if you are not going to be able to make it, it's always a good idea to let the hostess know that you're not going to be there. That's just common courtesy and respect. That way she's preparing food and dealing with every she, you know, everything she's got to get ready for the party. It helps her to be able to plan better. Yes, that is correct because there are, I mean if you're planning on thinking you're going to have 24 people and then you end up with 9 you're very disappointed and it, it's just a, a common courtesy mm-hmm. that's a, and it's, the right thing to do. Yep, and it's wasteful for yes. for her and a lot of work that she's had to do. So arrive on time. You know, I've always taught if you're going to an event or a meeting or something like this, you know, 15 minutes I always taught my kids when they were going to an audition as well, as, you know, 15 minutes is on time and on time you're late. Uh, But when you're going to a party, uh, on time is on time. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Don't arrive 15 minutes early because the hostess is frantically running around the house trying to get things ready for the last minute things that she's got to do before that first doorbell rings right on time. So if you have to sit out in your car for just a minute and look at your phone before you go up to the door, you know, right on that uh, dot, then that's what you need to do. Because, you know, you don't want to show up too early and just kind of give the hostess a, a heart attack that she hasn't gotten things quite done yet because uh, she wants it to be nice so just keep in you know keep that in mind that uh, if you're going to a meeting or something it's always 15 minutes ahead on a party go on the dot and be respectful of that Um, also uh, sending thank you notes Uh, if you have uh, been invited you know it's always nice to just send a thank you note it's nice to send a text and an email as well but there's nothing like southern charm of sending a written a handwritten thank you note I think that that really uh, means a lot and people may say oh I don't it doesn't really matter to me but I really think that when you get that card in your hand and you read that there is something special about that what do you think I absolutely agree with that and my grandmother was one of those that wrote thank you notes for everything and tried to teach me that as well and just sometimes just a handwritten card letting someone know you're thinking of them as well and not just in the party situation but yes Mm -hmm. thank your hostess because they went to a lot of trouble and and Mm -hmm. planned things and and that is just a wonderful thing to Mm do and try not to go empty-handed if you're going to a dinner party uh and it's appropriate uh, to bring a bottle of wine or something like this, then then that's okay. Uh, if not, a bouquet of flowers or just something, a little something for the hostess to let her know that doesn't have to be expensive, but just something that just lets her know, thank you for inviting me to the party. It might be something that she can add to uh, the party um, menu, uh, or it just might be something a little nice that she could just add, but flowers are always nice as well. But, you know, letting the hostess know that you appreciate, uh, being invited to the party, you'll be invited to a lot more, I think. I believe you're right. Yes, ma'am. And one thing that I think we're really big on that we need to uh, remember is that when we're at the dinner table, uh, please don't use your cell phone. You know, cell phones off when you're at a party and when you're talking with people, it's there. I think there's nothing, um, ruder than someone sitting there on their phone when you're trying to have a party or a discussion with people. It's uh, you're not tuned in, and really, basically, what you're saying is you're not worth my time. So, you know, I don't know why you even came, but you know, put the phones away, turn them off. You can go without it for you know an hour or so while you're just having some time. You're gonna like it. It's you're gonna realize that wow, you know, that was really nice. I could use more of that time of just interacting with people without my device going off every three minutes. I absolutely agree with that too. And I've gotten to where I try to just leave it in the car 
are sometimes and just don't yep. even have the temptation and just enjoy the conversation and visiting eye to eye with someone. Yep. Well, before we give away that pumpkin bread, we're getting close to that time. How many of you, let's discuss this, how many of you have ever had a party and when the party was over, in your mind, you still had guests that were hanging around? Yes. Has that ever happened to yes. you? And you're <laughs> yawning and they're still the life of the party. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, we don't want to lose our uh, Southern charm. We don't want to be, you know, um, ill-mannered or throw them out. Uh, but, you know, there are some things that you can do uh, to kind of close off that party. And one thing that you might do... Um, is begin to kind of just start cleaning up, you know, picking up, gathering cups and plates and kind of tidying up, put them in the trash. And, you know, uh, most people will get the idea that you're starting to kind of pick up and clean up. They'll look at their watch and they'll figure out, oh, it's late. You know, we probably need to get going. And so when someone says, you know, it's late, we probably need to get going. Don't say, oh, no, no, no. You know, because some of us are just really nice. Say, well, it is getting kind of late, isn't it? But we sure have had a fun night, you know, fun night. Um, so that's always a good way to kind of send a hint. Um, another way of trying to kind of get people to see that the party is over is, um, just start, you know, saying, it's been a great night tonight. Thank y'all so much for coming. Just kind of start and introduce that conversation of people, uh, getting ready to go. And um, letting them know, you know, we really had fun tonight. Can't wait until we do this again. Boy, you know, tomorrow, the night went by so fast. Tomorrow morning's going to come so early. You know, all of these little things, little hints, and hopefully you have people that get it. Um, and then another way, you know, is just as people are walking, you know, walk them to the door and just kind of usher them out the door. Some people like to talk until the very last moment. Just kind of keep moving towards the door in a in a gradual way and encouraging them that uh, the lights are going to be out in about five minutes, right? The yes. lights go out yes. and the party is and over. Party is I think over. there's a song about that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to add to trying to get people out the door? Well, no, but when you are at the party, think about those things. If you still have cleanup and you still have things to do as the host or the hostess. Mm -hmm. And so think about those things and be courteous to your host that has invited you to the party. That's right, because the hostess husband is really, really glad because he's the one that's in there helping pick up and do the dishes. And at least my hubby is. I mean, he's always so good about helping me pick up. There's an, he doesn't ever leave me to have to do all of that myself. And he even helps prepare. Yes, mine does too. He's always good. He's not afraid of a vacuum cleaner or washing a dish, and I am very blessed for that. So. Yes, I have a great cleanup <laughs> husband. He does a wonderful job with everything that he does for me. And that's good. We're, we're blessed. Well, it's about that time. If you are one of our listeners and you would like to win that fresh, homemade pumpkin, pumpkin bread. bread, then you just... Be our, let's just take the first caller. The first caller. The first caller, 597-2119. That's 597-2119. If you want a homemade pumpkin bread that just came out of the oven from Sinfully Nice Foods, 
with Cynthia Reeves. Uh, she's got this special baked bread, and I know that I'm going to have to take it home if nobody calls. So <laughs> we're going to have somebody call in, I hope, and win this wonderful pumpkin bread. I've had it before, and I know that uh, it's delicious and and it is my mother-in-law's recipe that she cooked for her family for all these years. And the funny thing about sinfully nice foods is my grandson, Larry Gerstenberger, decided that I was going to be nice. And that's <laughs> where that came from. I love it. I love it. Well, here we go. Let's see. Good evening. You're on with At Home with Debbie Rule. Who are we speaking with? Hey, this is your cleanup help in the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> Well, did you win the pumpkin bread for us, honey? I really like the way you girls covered your tracks there, talking about uh, uh, great husbands. That was really smart. Well, well, you know, I was missing you tonight. It's been fun with Cynthia, and I love having girl talk and girl time, and so I love having guests. But you were missed a little bit tonight, I will tell you that. I was going to call in and say, we want Rudy, we want, but mm-hmm. I didn't, so. Well, but I uh, win the pumpkin bread. So you, yay. you win the pumpkin bread. And if anybody else calls before the end of the program, we'll forfeit it and give it to them. But if not, it's coming to the rules house. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in, Rudy. Bye. Well, that's the way you do it. I didn't even have to send him a text and say, hey, call in and win this bread. So, um, you know, it's been, like I said, I love having girl time where we can just talk. And and I could just talk forever about giving parties and things like that. I love having people over and having people in my home and and, um, entertaining. And I know that you do, too. I can just tell that cooking and baking, if you like cooking and baking, you like doing that for people. Yes, I do. It's just a, a stress reliever, and it's fun for me. Yes. So, oh, here we go. Good evening. You're on the air with at home with Debbie Rule. Yeah. Do we get the pumpkin bread? Well, who am I speaking with? Marsha Evans. Marsha Evans. Yes, you are the winner of the pumpkin bread. <laughs> Thank you. Marsha, if you will give us your phone, uh, I'm going to put you on hold here just a minute. And when we close out the program, I'll get your phone number and we'll get that to you. Okay. Okay, so hang on. That's uh, Marsha Evans. She's the winner of our pumpkin bread. And uh, so we are so thankful for that. And you know what? Um, I'm a little sad, but I know the baker. And so I probably can get one. For myself. I'm pretty sure that you can. <laughs> That's right. You know, um, we're going to be closing off this session of our makeovers for homes. It's been fun over the month of September talking about different things that we can do to get ready for the fall and be prepared for uh, not only just the cold weather coming, but also just preparing our homes to have people in our homes. And, you know, you, like we said earlier, you can just get creative. Uh, have a few simple things in your home that you can use over and over and over again. And uh, you can really entertain on a shoestring budget. 
You can not wear yourself out by using uh, people like Cynthia with their businesses to be able to bring things in and not have to bake and cook everything and know that it's going to be good and know that it's going to be fresh and that it's homemade and it's made with ingredients like fresh pears. And, you know, I just love that, that it's fresh homemade cooking. I mean, it's very hard to find that nowadays. That is true. The The world that we live in is turned into a convenience food world yes. and everything that you can get and just not have to do much to it anymore. That's right. So it's been a, a great time with Cynthia. Cynthia Reeves uh, with Sinfully Nice Foods. And she's got uh, her number again is... Four five six seven seven four zero. Okay, give that to him one more time, Cynthia. Four five six seven seven four zero. Okay, and you're taking orders uh, for the holidays as well? Yes, I am. I do not decorate cookies, but I just love to make good homemade desserts like Grandma used to make. Well, that sounds good. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. We'll see you next week at 6 p.m. right here on KNEL 95. FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.